views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. Really, really great to have you join us here today. For more information about us, go ahead and go to the drpatshow.com. Uh, and if you want to find out more about Transformation Talk Radio, go ahead and go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. We've got another hour of great, great radio for you. We're going to talk about Zen Entrepreneurship. Walking the Path of Career Warrior. I love this. This is an amazing book. And, you know, for those of you out there, Rizwan Verk is joining us here today. And we are going to talk about what this means to walk this path. You know, how, did, how does one learn about this? What is it, you know, what's the journey look like that you go on to understand what the value of true riches really is in life and in business? And why are more people talking about entrepreneurship in a different way. You know, many, many years ago, I, I had a show segment, and we actually still do. We call it Enlightened Capitalism. And it was really fascinating, you know, about what happened when I used the word capitalism in the show title. And, you, you know, many, many people uh, at that time <clears throat> really were all about, what are you doing, Dr. Pat? And I had to go in a kind of roundabout way and explain what I was doing and how I was doing it. Today, you're going to hear from Rizwan, and you're going to hear about what this idea of Zen entrepreneurship is. You know, how do we get to live in a world where, you know, we are exchanging things? One of the things we exchange is uh, money. But there's other things that exchange. There's the energy of what we do in this world and how we do it and what some of those principles are that we could learn. Uh, certainly, Rizwan covers it in his book. We're going to give away two copies of the book. But before we do that, I need to say hello to Mr. B. Hello, B. Hey, Pat. How are you today? Doing awesome. We're doing great. Um, Benny's pushing all the right buttons for us. And for those of you out there, again, uh, later on in the show, we will be giving copies of the book away. Uh, I want to introduce you to my guest today. And, you know, the way that I love to introduce people is to have them introduce themselves in some way, especially, especially when you're talking with someone uh, like my guest, who is a well-known entrepreneur, he is an author, a film producer, an angel investor. And what does all that mean? We're going to talk about what his first company was, how he got it started, and what did he learn? You know, what is it about his life that is not simply about being in the world and having a conversation about this, but what is it about the actions that he takes that enable people to look at a different model for thriving on the planet. And so he is somebody that knows how to produce movies like Thrive, how to step out into the world, 
and understand the full meaning of uh, Zen entrepreneurship. What does it mean to walk the path of the career warrior? What do you have to do? What do you have to learn? And do you have to figure out what the heck you stand for? I love this topic. Rizwan, welcome. Join, welcome to the show. I love this topic. I'm so glad to have you here. Well, thanks. I'm glad to be here as well. This is a this has been an interesting journey for me, and and believe me, um, learning about what we stand for in life and what it means is very. Um, I think it's important, and I think more and more people are having to face that. I want to start out by asking you about this. I want to ask you. I introduced you as a very successful person, but here's the question. Given everything you've done and all that you are, what are some of the personal challenges, personal challenges that you had to overcome to come to a new meaning and understanding about the life as you know it now? Sure. Well, you know, one of the the big challenges, uh, and the book really talks about this uh, because it's the story of my very first startup when I had just graduated from MIT, uh, and it follows the journeys of a young entrepreneur based on my own story uh, through the trials and tribulations of getting a company off the ground and building a multi-million dollar business. And at the same time, I started learning to meditate and learned about yoga and learned about what I call the hidden world uh, from a mentor uh, at that time. And at first, I viewed these two things as very separate. And, you know, I, I had just graduated. I grew up in lower middle class in Detroit. I just wanted to make some money. <laughs> you know, and I thought if this meditation stuff will help me, great. It'll help me concentrate. So, so I kind of came at it from a very selfish angle initially. But what happened over time was that I, I had to come face-to-face uh, with my own energetic patterns. And these started to manifest themselves in my business. And they stood in the way of my being able to be you know, both financially successful and happy with what I was doing in my career. And I'll give you a great example. As we grew the company, we raised millions of dollars in venture capital, and then we hit a wall. And, and it turns out the wall was the same issues that I was dealing with uh, on, on the personal side, what yeah. I call my energetic pattern, mm. which was that I, I like to start something, jump in, do it for a while, and then I like to jump on to the next thing. And then I like to jump on the next thing. And then I like to jump on the next thing. And this pattern, which had played itself out several times in high school and college and in my very first startup uh, when I graduated, uh, was, was manifesting itself in the business. The business was doing way too many things. And having money behind us actually made it worse, not better, because then I could indulge my energetic pattern. I could hire more people to do lots more things with the company. And so I had to come face-to-face with how I held my own energy and concepts of how to use work as meditation. Uh, but really, this idea of our energetic pattern is kind of core to the book. Uh, and, and at the end, I, I, I really found that, you know, my business or my career uh, is really a reflection of that internal energetic pattern. So it's an opportunity for us to work on ourselves. So our career becomes a way to, to improve our, our spiritual growth and our meditation rather than the other way around. You know, it's really fascinating that we're talking about this and so in, you know, in this context. And, you, you know, I, I think that my listeners have had me share my story along the way that basically I've been fired from every job I've ever had, but for very good reason. Um, and especially the last one, you know, because I had a what they call a a crossroads moment. And this seems to be what do you call it? An energetic pattern? Yeah. Yeah. This is my energetic pattern. And maybe you can talk to this issue because I don't think I'm alone. You know, at some point in time, I came to a place after success, right? Corporate success, you know, big HR job. 
where I couldn't do some of the things that just didn't feel right to people. And so what I start to do is I start to stand up for things, you know, that just don't feel right. Hence, you have a positive talk show (laughs) that's been in existence for 10 years, like way before um, there was a handful of people, several of them right on this network, that really took this message out. But the question then comes up about these energetic patterns and how we determine how we determine uh, what exactly we stand for. Did you have to face that in yourself? And you understand what I mean by that question, what do we stand for, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I think it, it, it's important that, you know, each of us comes into this life with a, uh, a set of strengths and weaknesses, uh, but also a contribution, you know, that we're here to make. And sometimes, you know, in, especially in the business world, you have to do things, uh, or you're being asked to do things because they're right financially, because that's what the market needs. But they don't necessarily resonate, you know, with us personally and, and what we want to stand for in the world. Um, I like to call it our, our own unique warrior's path. Yeah. Which is the combination of the lessons we're here to learn, which is like the patterns that I talked about and our personal issues that get in the way of us being happy and successful, and the contribution that we're here to make, you know, to society. And, you know, I had similar issues, you know, being from the Silicon Valley tech world, you know, and, and writing this book, you know, there were fears around, well, what will the venture capitalists think of me if I start talking about synchronicity and dreams <laughs> and energy, <laughs> right? What will all, 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 all my big corporate clients think of me, right? Uh, and, but at some point, you have to kind of define what you stand for and, and be yourself. And I think that's really what the book is about, is discovering through your career and your work, you know, who you really are. Uh, there's a great uh, quote from the psychologist Carl Jung, and he said the goal of psychology shouldn't just be to help people with, uh, you know, with neurosis. It should be to help them become the person they were meant to be. And, and I think that's really an important part of discovering ourselves. Well, you know, this is also, and for those of you out here, um, the book is called Zen Entrepreneurship. We're going to be giving a couple copies away uh, during the show today. Uh, you know, Rizwan, one of the things that I also wanted to talk with you about is the process of discovery. When you discover that, you know, there is something in life that you do stand for, uh, whether it's going to be a direction of your job, your career. Certainly for me, it was saying yes uh, to doing something that didn't make any sense to anybody around me. But when you get to that point where you have to now take action, you know, what is it that we can learn from what you call the four keys to manifestation around that? Sure, absolutely. And so I, I think, you know, the, the four keys of manifestation are, are important because too often, you know, we're consumed with just the first key of manifestation, which mm-hmm. is, you know, deals with the law of attraction, deals with things like creative visualization and has been out there in, in some form. And I call that right intent, which is mm-hmm. setting the intent of where you want to go. Uh, but for me, and the first key is not just about setting the intent. It's also about learning to listen, to find that right image that you can hold in your mind uh, so that you can set forces at work in the universe around you so that you will get synchronicity and coincidence, what I call clues in the world to guide you in the right direction. Uh, But sometimes, you know, there's the old biblical thing, ask and you shall receive. Sometimes we ask and we don't receive, at least not right away. Mm -hmm. And that's where the other three keys of manifestation come in. Um, The second key manifestation is right patterns, and that's understanding how you work and how you have manifested before. I mean, you you know, you mentioned your situation with different jobs, and, and I mentioned my energetic pattern of 
trying to do too many things. Well, we, we have to understand that these patterns have built up over a lifetime, and if you believe in it, many lifetimes. So, you know, we want to, to respect those patterns. There, there's a great Chinese proverb about dragons, and I think it, it applies well to our patterns also. And it goes like this. It says, if you ignore the dragon, it will feed upon you. If you <laughs> confront the dragon directly, it will defeat you. But if you learn to ride the dragon, then you can take advantage of its might and its power. And I think mm. that applies to our patterns because yeah. if we can understand you know, what our natural tendencies are, we can choose the right technique uh, to implement what we want in the world. Right. And, that, and that brings me to the third key, which is right technique. So the problem is for anything we want to do, we have to go out and take action, right? If we want to be a, a film producer, if we want to start a tech company, we want to um, you know, go on and write a book. Uh, we have to go out, or we want to be a stock market investor and be successful in that world. We have to go out and, and, and find some technique that works for us. And the problem is, I think that there are actually too many techniques out there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, for, for anything you, you'd want to accomplish, you know, you want, you want to start a publishing company. <laughs> There's lots of books uh, and stories out there for you. But the important thing is to find the technique that fits best with your energetic pattern. And I'll give you a great example. When I was writing uh, my first book uh, a long time ago, I saw this uh, Pulitzer Prize-winning author, Isabel Allende, speak at Berkeley. And somebody asked her, well, how can I write my first novel? And she gave what sounded like a great technique. She said, well, write a page a day and write every day for a year. And at the end of the year, you'll have 365 pages. And that's enough material for a novel. And then spend the next you know, six months to a year modifying it, and you've got your first novel. And I thought, oh. wow, what a great technique. And she's a very successful author. So I jumped in and tried it. And it didn't work for me. <laughs> no, right, I know. Let's hold that thought. We're going to take a short break because you're on to something really super important. And this, you know, I don't know. I don't think anybody said life is a one-size-fits-all, did they? And neither is manifestation. We're going to take a short break. We're going to talk about the fourth key. And we're going to talk about uh, with, oh, my gosh, very special guest. We're going to talk about what is manifesting abundance all about? The perfect job, the perfect relationship. And what do you have to do to know when to hold them and know when to fold them? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Tune in to the Sandy Brewer Show, getting to the heart of what matters in your life. Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and experience the powerful healing voice of Dr. Sandy Brewer, one of Call and Talk Radio's most dynamic, compelling personalities. Get ready for inspiration and contagious humor and her been there, done that, no-nonsense advice to meet today's challenges. Listen and call in at 800-930-2819 for the Sandy Brewer Show. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Having trouble keeping up with the accelerated, life-altering changes occurring on the planet? The Quantum Vortex is the brainchild of Meg Benedicte, a pioneer in quantum healing and energetic activations. Weaving together ancient spiritual knowledge, quantum physics, and vibrational healing, Meg Benedicte is accelerating change at the cellular level. For more details on private sessions, meditation CDs, downloads, and teleseminars, visit NewEarthCentral.com. This is Peggy Snow, practitioner at Stellar Reflections, with a Stellar Reflections Minute. 
So many people these days are trying to find ways to relieve their stress. What happens to our breathing when we're feeling overwhelmed and stress? When we tune in, we realize that we're either holding our breath or taking very shallow breath. To signal the body that all is well, which most of the time it is, sometimes all that is needed is a nice, deep breath to break the cycle. First, exhale to get all the stale air out by engaging the abdominal muscles and blowing gently. Next, take a nice, full breath in, feeling it fill your body all the way down to your hips. Release fully and enjoy the freedom of movement. Notice how your body feels. Do you feel refreshed? Calmness is only a breath away. This has been a Stellar Reflections Minute. For more information about what we offer at Stellar Reflections, visit us at StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Uh, we're going to take a minute and give you some information uh, so you can find out more about Zen Entrepreneurship. Um, and then we will open up the phone lines, give away our first copy of the book. Rizwan, would you take a minute, please give out uh, some information. Tell folks absolutely what you have available on the website. And I know you provide a ton of resources to people. Um, so go ahead and do that and let them know what's available. Sure. So the website is uh, <clears throat> zenentrepreneur.com. Uh, and, uh, you know, I don't worry, I often misspell entrepreneur myself <laughs> as well. <laughs> um, and from the website, there's a link to my blog, which I keep up to date, uh, as well as a link to my Facebook page, which I also keep relatively up to date. Uh, and then on the website, for people who buy the book within the next 30 days, there's a bunch of free resources um, as well. Uh, a couple of best selling authors, Peggy McCall, Jackie Lappin, have ebooks that they're giving away. Uh, as well as uh, uh, Betsy Chase, who is a co-creator of uh, What the Bleep Do We Know, a great film. So she has a free ebook as well for people that buy Zen Entrepreneurship. Um, and also there's a great set of spiritual images from uh, uh, the artist Ellen McDonough, who does very spiritual visionary artwork. Uh, and she designed the cover of my book, and she has a screensaver as well. So there's a bunch of free gifts in there for people who, who end up purchasing the book. Um, and then on my blog, I just announced... Uh, last week, and I'll announce it here again on the show, that for anybody who's just graduating and has student loans and, uh, you know, would like a free copy of the book, there's my contact information. I'm giving away free copies to anybody who's about to graduate or who just graduated because I know what it's like to be yeah. in that kind of a situation. Yeah. Jessica Moon, that's for you. <laughs> <laughs> those, are, those are two of the amazing people that work on post-production for our show. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, for those of you out there, first copy of the book, we'd like to give it away right now. We have a toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819. Make sure you say hello to Mr. Benny. 1-800-930-2819. We'd like to give away the first copy of the book. Before we went to break, um, you know, we had – and let's do a recap before we go to that fourth and final uh, key. So we were talking about 
you know, what these what these keys are. And I wanted you to just uh, just just give people a quick recap and then we'll talk about the fourth. Yeah, definitely. So the first key is what I call right intent. So that's setting the wheels in motion. That's doing creative visualization, finding the right image for what you want to create, but also listening for that image to come. The second key is right patterns, and that's understanding your own patterns and your own natural tendencies. And that ties very much to the third key, which I was talking about, which is right technique, choosing the technique that works for you. So I mentioned this technique of writing a page a day, and I found it didn't work for me because it wasn't in harmony with my energetic pattern. Turns out I can write 10 pages in a day, and then I won't write anything for a month. (laughs) And then I might write you know, uh, six pages in a day and then five pages in a day. And so the slow and steady technique didn't fit well with my energetic pattern. And so the third key is very important because I think many people go out and they try to implement uh, a technique and try to get there the same way that somebody else did, and that doesn't always work. Uh, So it's very important that that, that we we think about our individuality uh, when we try to manifest. I love it. You know, one of the things that we also wanted to talk about is, and, and, and this is part of you know, the conversation about abundance and prosperity and law of attraction and the many, many things that are out there. Um, But there also are some things that you've discovered along the way. And I think it's so super important to talk to folks about that and what the relationship between manifestation and spirituality is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the two are very related. So if, if we think about, you know, manifestation the way we talk about it. it it's about uh, attracting things to us in the world well sometimes it's easier to attract those things that are appropriate for us given our history given our karma given our energetic pattern uh, and that that actually leads very much to the fourth key which is about right timing that there is a divine timing to things and we can't always see the overall pattern um, you know while we're in it but it's easier to connect the dots over a larger period of time. And so it gets back to the idea of we were all here for a purpose, and if we're in the process of becoming the person we were meant to be, that manifestation becomes easier along certain roads. So, for example, I might decide I want to become an NBA basketball player. Well, you know, I can visualize that all I want, but the fact is I'm 5'6", and I'm not a very (laughs) athletic person, (laughs) right? So that's probably not going to happen. You know, uh, on the other hand, you know... uh, let me tell you a little bit about timing with my book. Yeah. So I actually wrote the first edition of this book many years ago, back in 2004. So the story was written then. And I kept getting the intuition to, to go in that direction, but I kept seeing obstacles along the way. And after a while, it started to feel like an uphill battle. I was too busy with my own startup at the time. Uh, the public was concerned more about the Iraq war and things like that than they were about finding meaningful or spiritual work. Right. And so, you know, I was kind of going through this uphill battle, and at some point I had to say, you know what, these clues have been indicating the direction to me, but the timing doesn't seem right, and then I stepped back. Now, last year I started to get the clues that the time was right to put out this second edition of the book, and so I added in a how-to section at the end of each chapter, which is what people had been asking me for. And more importantly, I had become a different person. I had moved on from becoming an entrepreneur to now I invest in a lot of entrepreneurs, and I mentor filmmakers and entrepreneurs. So it was in a very different place to be able to see people's patterns and knew a lot more about consumer marketing. And so, you know, when I released the book last month and launched it, it became an international bestseller in like five countries. Yeah. Now that's almost 10 years later, right? So sometimes there's a divine timing and, and it ties very much to what you were talking about earlier about taking a stand and what we stand for and yeah. what our purpose 
is in life. And I've decided that part of my purpose is to, in fact, help people bring the spiritual and the physical worlds closer together so that they're not such such separate things. You know, there and you know, that that's a term that I use in my own life. It's called alignment. Anyway, you know what's interesting about this is um, it's so fascinating when I do this show and the folks that um, Linda schedules for the show and the conversations we have. It's such a direct reflection to, to some of the things that I know myself and others might be contemplating right now. And, and I think that one of the questions, and you and I talked about talking about these, um, has to do with uh, how, do we, how do we figure out the person that we were meant to be? How do we do this? Now, I know you have seven clues. Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. I, I believe that the universe is always sending us clues. Mm-hmm. And I like to think of these clues as the hidden world seeping into the physical world around us. And, and the clues really are different forms of our intuition. And, uh, you know, the, the, the most sort of uh, obvious type of clue is, is a synchronicity, which is a term that Carl Jung coined. And it's when you're thinking about something in your mind, and then something happens externally that links to that, but there's no causal relationship between it. Now, there's a really simple uh, example is you're thinking about someone you haven't thought about in a while, and suddenly they email you or they call you. Right. So, you know, there's no causal relationship, but there really is in the spiritual side, <laughs> because they were thinking about you, and that thought got through. Uh, and then, so that's indicating a direction you might want to follow. Uh, another type of clue is a hunch uh, that we have. It's a funny feeling when we see something in the world around us. Um, in my book, I talk about an example where uh, I saw an article in a computer magazine, and I had this funny feeling about this article, that there's something important here. Well, when we actually launched the software company, it was in that space, and I remember the funny feeling I had about that article. And I ended up just calling that reporter when we were building our product, and I didn't know anything about PR. and We didn't even have a company name, and we didn't even have a phone number listed. And I just called him up, and he ended up writing a, a front-page story about us, and big companies like the New York Times and Fidelity and others you know, called us wow. even though our phone number wasn't listed. So that was following up on that funny feeling when you see something. Wow. Uh, another type of clue is what I call the errant phrase. It's a phrase that you overhear or you see, but it has some meaning for you. I'll give you a great example. A friend of mine was trying to buy a house in Arizona a number of years ago, and she, she was down because she couldn't find the right house, and she'd been looking for a long time. And then suddenly she saw a bumper sticker that said, not all those who wander are lost. And she said, oh, that's kind of interesting. And then she forgot about it, and she was browsing the web, and she saw that phrase again. And so clues tend to repeat themselves. Then she saw it a third time. And then she asked me, you know, hey, where's this from? And I said, well, I think it's from a, a poem in The Lord of the Rings, which says, not all that is gold glitters and not all those who wander are lost. But she had never read that and wasn't that interested in Lord of the Rings. But there was a message for her that it was okay to not buy a house, mm-hmm. but to continue to rent and, and, and be transitory. And turns out, a year later, she decided she didn't even want to live in Arizona. She moved. But if she had bought the house, she would have been stuck with a mortgage and probably wouldn't have been able to, to, to go. So an wow. errant phrase that jumps out at us is yeah. another type of clue. Yeah, let's do this. I, wanna, I, I love these clues. I can't wait to talk about the rest of them. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to give away a second copy of the book. Uh, for those of you out there, you're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. If you have a question for us or you want to get your question on instant feedback, go to the thedrpatshow.com on the right-hand side. Just type in your question. We'd love to get your questions answered also on TransformationTalkRadio.com. We're going to take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with the show. Talk 
Tune into Intuit University, compassionate guidance, connecting you to your inner wisdom with internationally renowned psychic and medium, Sherry Dillard, each Thursday at 12 Pacific, 3 Eastern. Get ready for an hour of practical spirituality, fun, and a magic carpet ride into the spirit realm. This hit show is a combination of call-in readings and intuitive mentoring as Sherry supports, inspires, and empowers you to create your highest good in relationships, career, finances, life purpose, spirituality, and more. For more information, visit SherryDillard.com. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners, award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the drpatshow.com. That's T H E D R patshow.com for listening times in your area. Tune in each Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern for the hit show Out of the Fog with Karen Hager, the Fog City Psychic. Spark your spirit and ignite your soul with spiritual conversation and enlightening guests that will help you get clear and catapult you into action. You'll meet metaphysical movers and shakers, intuitives, spiritual visionaries, and more. Want an on-air reading? Karen's down-to-earth style and lively curiosity delivers the compassionate, no-nonsense, intuitive advice that's become her trademark. Visit FogCityPsychic.com and book your Reading today. Are you interested in learning about how to add more eco-conscious living into your life? Amy Willis, broker and owner of Rhino Roz Realty, is dedicated to helping people buy and sell healthy homes. She strives to educate people on incorporating more green features into your environment. Rhino Roz Realty wants to be a resource before, during, and after a transaction. Whether someone is buying or selling a single-family home, multifamily, condo, or investment property, Rhino Roz can provide the service and knowledge that is needed to make informed decisions. For a free market analysis or more information about greening your home, contact Amy at rhinoroz.com, R-H-I-N-O-R-O-Z.com, or call 206-508-1250. Rhino Roz Realty, charging on your behalf in the Northwest. Welcome to Sisters Talk Radio. Awaken the feminine power that glows in your heart. There are just certain heart-to-heart conversations you can only have with your sisters. The conversations you crave when you need to reconnect. Mona and Savitri explore our feminine power as they look at headline topics and what women are talking about. Join us on Sisters Talk Radio, Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific and 5 p.m. Eastern. Only on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, everyone, I'd love to give a copy of this book away. Zen Entrepreneurship, Walking the Path of the Career Warrior. We're going to talk about this. It's, this actually book is really beyond careers as well. Um, joining me here today, Rizwan Verk is joining me here today. And part of this is taking a look at these patterns, these clues. You know, we looked at the four keys. Now we're looking at clues. And the clues are really super important. Uh, what I'd love to do is open up the phone lines, first caller, give a copy of the book away. 
1-800-930-2819. And we would love to give a copy of the book away. 1-800-930-2819. You know, so, um, so we've talked about a couple things. Uh, synchronicity, uh, hunches, that funny feeling, uh, phrases that we hear over and over and over again. And then we're going to talk about a couple of the other clues. And these clues are really, you know, to help us, to guide us, so to speak, to help us figure things out. Yep, definitely. So, What's the next one? Yeah. So uh, another type of clue that's very important is, uh, is our dreams. Mm. And if we learn to remember our dreams and pay attention to our dreams, uh, they can provide us with guidance uh, and energy to take with us. Uh, and, you know, dreams is a very complicated subject. Uh, there's probably been more books written about dreams than any other subject in human history. Right. Everybody dreams, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and everyone has. Uh, but I'll, I'll give you an example from my, you know, my own career. Uh, a few years ago, this was after the dot-com bubble had burst in the early 2000s. I was trying to figure out what, what to do with my next startup. And I ended up in this generic business conference in my dream. And that was the first <laughs> clue. So usually we have a setting or a person that shows up in our dreams over and over again that signifies something to us. And in my case, I had found that this generic business conference was a signal to me that this dream is about my career and there's something important here. And I ended up in the dream going up to a bunch of people I'd known in the 90s and asked them what technology they were working with. And one of them showed me a brochure, a picture of this technology in the middle that had like a spider that had links out to all these different business systems and document formats and other things. And, and I thought that was really interesting. And I, I, I woke up and said, oh, that's a clue about what we should do next. And I ignored it for a while. But within a year, we had built a product that looks just like what was on that brochure. It was uh, like a spider with this technology in the middle connecting all these different things. Um, and, and so that's a, you know, an example from my career where, where dreams can be very important. And we usually forget our dreams, but yeah. we can train ourselves to remember dreams. Um, but sometimes you'll get a dream that's so clear and vivid that you don't have to um, you know, write it down even. You can basically just remember it. Uh, and if, if sometimes you have these clues in, in conjunction. So you might dream of someone who then emails you or calls you. This just happened to me the other day where I had a dream about someone. And, in fact, I decided to follow the clue. I hadn't talked to her in years. I sent her a note. And she said, oh, I have this business plan. I was going to run it by you. I was thinking about you the last few days. And so, you know, the psychic message is get through. Uh, and I think the important thing about these clues is that we, we are taking a different perspective on life. We are treating it like a treasure hunt. And it's like in those old Indiana Jones films right, from the 1980s. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a treasure at the end, whether it's the Ark of the Covenant or the Holy Grail. It's a spiritual treasure, right? Not so much about money as it is uh, about our spiritual purpose. But they couldn't find the treasure right away. They had to follow the clues, and they didn't get all the clues right away. They only did one clue at a time, and after you did one, then you saw the next clue. And that's how we can turn our life and our career into a treasure hunt, by learning to follow the clues. And, you know, clues usually indicate direction, but they don't always indicate timing. So some, sometimes we have to follow a clue in a certain direction and then wait for the next clue to come up to guide us to the next place to go. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and that's really what clues are all about. It's, it's really about treating life as a treasure hunt and, and finding that person that you were meant to be. You know, I love this because, you know, let's talk about clues for a minute. You know, sometimes things show up in our lives and, you know, it seems like a misdirection, right? You ever have that happen to you? Um, yep. And, you know, and we, we don't really stop to pay attention to it. You know, we don't stop and say, wait a minute. You know, this thing is showing up. This doesn't feel really great to me. Uh, we don't say it must be a clue. It must be a clue 
because I'm on this, I'm following this map. And I think what happened is I got off the path or I'm, I'm going in the wrong direction. And sometimes the clues are to give us a sense of awareness, aren't they? That, you know what? Don't take door A, take door B. <laughs> Don't you yeah. think? Yeah, yeah, I think you're exactly right. So sometimes clues indicate a direction we should go in, but sometimes clues are indicating a direction we shouldn't go in, right? Right. Because sometimes we're, we've either gotten off the path or we're stuck in these repeating patterns where we're just instinctively acting a certain way, but we're not taking the time to really step back uh, and say, okay, you know, what is the overall pattern here and what direction do I really, you know, want to take this in? Uh, and am I just acting instinctively or, or, or from my patterns, or am I learning to ride the patterns and, and making the best decision possible? I love that. I love that. Can I ask you a question about the clues? Sure. Have there been some of these that have been easier for you to see and others not so much? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think we all have our, our natural tendencies. You know, for me, dreams is is, is very easy to see. Okay. Uh, another type of clue that I didn't pay attention to for a long time, but I think is maybe one of the most important clues, is our bodily sensations. Wow. And our body speaks to us in a language, uh, which is really our energy field speaking to us, right? Uh, but it shows up as physical sensations, and we don't, you don't have to be psychic, right? You can feel these sensations in your body. And so sometimes, you know, we'll have a meeting with somebody, and they're telling us all the right things. But at the end of the meeting, we'll have this clenching feeling in our stomach. Mm. Uh, that's a bodily sensation that's a clue. In that case, it might be a negative clue. Uh, now, I, had, I was on a show uh, the other day, and a woman called in, and she said that she kept getting into these business relationships that she wasn't able to get out of, and she jumped in too quickly. And I said, well, you probably have a physical sensation that is more like a rush when you have some new business opportunity. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and she just jumps right in. And I said, well, if you can recognize that physical sensation rather than simply jumping in, treat it as a negative clue rather than a positive clue. <laughs> and then basically take a deep breath. Uh, use what you've learned in meditation to be able to say, okay, I'm going to wait a day or two. Uh, and then I'm going to get into a relationship where uh, I'll only do it for a month and then we'll have an out if things aren't working out. And so that's the case of using a clue to, uh, to recognize this repeating pattern that's happening in our careers and then uh, implementing a strategy to help us you know, be more successful that way. Uh, and, you know, I want to talk about this from the point of view of looking at this and transferring this to the relationships we develop in our lives as well. You know, let's talk about this because as you're going through these, I'm taking – I rarely will do an interview and start to take notes. I mean, if you watch me on camera, it's a rare moment here. And um, – And, you know, I've read the book, but what I'm really getting from this is for people that are listening to the show, you know, what you're talking about, what you talk about in the book is really transferable to other places in their lives. You know, whether that be a personal relationship, a love relationship, a relationship between your boss, a relationship that you have between money, whatever that is, aren't these things that you're talking about and that you've written about, you know, these clues in in essence, can't they also be used to really take a look at a situation that you're in and, and, and get some help to which direction you should go in. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And, in fact, that, that's really the intent. I mean, mm-hmm. the book is called Zen Entrepreneurship, and even yeah. though it's a story about entrepreneurship, really these ideas are, are universal in our lives. And I think any situation where we feel stuck, uh, we can 
ask the universe for guidance. We can play the synchronicity game, right, which is to say, you know, I'm not sure which direction to go in. And then we can ask for clues. And, you know, part of learning about these clues is learning to listen. It's sort of, you know, I like to to use the analogy of a snow globe. Our minds are like a snow globe with, with thousands of little flecks, you know, floating around, and you can't see anything. But if you can let those snowflakes settle, then you can see very clearly what's going on. And as we do that, we start to recognize more and more clues, you know, in our lives and in different parts of our lives. I think with relationships, personal relationships, it, it, it's very similar. Uh, many, many people go through the same kind of relationship again and again with different people, and they follow the same arc. And by the second or third time, I like to say if something repeats three times, then yeah. it's a pattern, right? Uh, you should be able to recognize some of the clues, whether it's the bodily sensation or it's the clues coming in, you know, in synchronicity or coincidence or hunches or funny feelings or in our dreams about what we're doing and, and how to break out of that pattern so that we can transcend it. And sometimes breaking out of the pattern might be sad. It might, you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, some of these patterns, I don't know about you, but I've been around a while. Some of these patterns have been with me a long time. You know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're part of who we are, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and, and so, you know, it, it, it becomes a, a question of, uh, you know, can we learn to work with the patterns? And, and can we, you know, in, in, in my own example at the very beginning uh, where I talked about my company where we were doing too many things, I found a way to channel that energy of doing something new by working on a new feature of an existing product rather than jumping into a whole new product each time I had that impulse. But you're right, it, it, it can be. And, and we have to think about, uh, you know, finding something that uh, both makes us happy and lets us be true to ourselves. And, and that's sometimes, you know, difficult to do. It is. Uh, especially. Especially in personal relationships. Oh, my gosh, yeah. One of the things, we're going to take a short break. One of the things I want to talk about when we come back is I want to talk about, you know, what this means to walk your own warrior's path, you know, and how to find and zoom into places of power and times of power. What does it mean? You know, we've talked about a lot of things today. It would be really great to kind of put this all together and talk about, okay, what can you do right now? What should you know about walking your own warrior's path? We're going to take a short break. This is a very, very powerful show. Oh, my goodness. Let's take a short. I'm going to be listening to this one over and over and over and over again. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the show. Zen Entrepreneurship is the book. We'll be right back. Saskia Rowell, the international soul guide who has followed her soul from Hong Kong and Africa to America. Saskia cracks open the lives of her clients and brings their soul's purpose to life. Are you stuck in a life that doesn't work? Go to YourSoulGuidance.com for your 21-day roadmap to the life you secretly dream about absolutely free. Discover surprising truths about your soulmate, talents, blocks, and more. Now is the time. Go to YourSoulGuidance.com. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Are you interested in learning about how to add more eco-conscious living into your life? Amy Tuwillis, broker and owner of Rhino Roz Realty, 
is dedicated to helping people buy and sell healthy homes. She strives to educate people on incorporating more green features into your environment. Rhino Roz Realty wants to be a resource before, during, and after a transaction. Whether someone is buying or selling a single-family home, multifamily, condo, or investment property, Rhino Roz can provide the service and knowledge that is needed to make informed decisions. For a free market analysis or more information about greening your home, contact Amy at rhinoroz.com, R-H-I-N-O-R-O-Z.com, or call 206-508-1250. Rhino Roz Realty, charging on your behalf in the Northwest. Are you ready to have all your relationships work for you? Those with your family, friends, and coworkers? Perhaps with a lover? How about with your body and your money? Ask Susan, relationship counselor, life coach, and access consciousness facilitator, Susan Lazar Hart, has assisted thousands in creating relationships that truly work for them. Ask Susan, a monthly telecall where you can be heard and receive simple tools to apply to all your relationships. AskSusan.net. That's ask-susan.net. Tune in each Wednesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com to Inspired Action Radio with Jennifer B. Mastering the art of dream building in the real world. This hit show will inspire you to start painting the canvas of your life and bring your unique spirit and your amazingly intelligent mind together to find an incredible, practical, real-world strategy to building a life with epic results. Tune in to Inspired Action Radio with Jennifer B. Everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Wow, this is such a great conversation. Zen Entrepreneurship. Let's take a minute. Please, let's give out the website again. And then we're going to talk about, give people some idea. What does it really mean? What does it really mean to walk the warrior's path? Please, one more time with your website. Sure. It's www.zenentrepreneur.com. And from that website, it'll link to my blog, which is zenentrepreneur.blogspot.com, and to my Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash zenentrepreneur. Perfect. You know, you and I, during the breaks, we were talking about patterns. We were talking about things that we want to, to literally do differently. And I, and I used a phrase, phrase which I've discovered and I use in my coaching practice. And that is, um, you know, vibrational vulnerability. And, and we hear now the term, you and I can say vibration. We could talk about frequency and, and uh, 90% of the people will know what we're saying. As you said, 10 years ago, not so much. But one of the things I wanted you to talk about was integrating these ideas we've talked about so far to really talk to folks about what does it mean to walk your own warrior's path and what the heck happens? What happens when you do? Sure. Well, I think to to be able to walk your own warrior's path, uh, it's a process of becoming uh, more open uh, and learning to see more clearly what's happening in our lives and what the causes and effects are uh, that are manifesting themselves all the time. And if we can see that clearly, 
we can then take more appropriate action. You know, back in, in, in feudal Japan, uh, you had the samurai who were doing sword fighting, and you had the archers, and they would all turn to the Zen monks. And they recognized that a Zen-like state of mind was essential for doing their art or their skill perfectly. Uh, and that's really what you know, walking your own warrior's path is about. It, it's about being able to clearly see uh, which direction you should go in by listening to the clues that are all around us. Mm. And if we do that, that'll lead us to, to, to really fill out the dots, to connect the dots, as I like to say, of the larger pattern in our lives. And, and sometimes those dots may not connect till years later, but it becomes a really interesting, rich tapestry. I mean, there's a really good story about Steve Jobs, and I'll tell it real quickly. When he was in college in Oregon, he dropped all his classes, and he saw this sign about a calligraphy class, and his intuition said to follow that. So he ended up taking a calligraphy class and fell in love with it. Now, that doesn't seem like uh, a great thing to do for a future entrepreneur, <laughs> but it turns out when he was doing Apple Computer years later, building the Macintosh, he insisted that it be the first computer that have multiple font faces with different colors and different mm. sizes and different kerning, all the stuff he had learned in that calligraphy class. So it's very possible that if he had never dropped his classes and taken it, that we would still be looking at green screens today <laughs> rather than the rich web that we use all the time. That's an example of a pattern that's connecting with the dots over a larger period of time. Uh, and I think that's what our own warrior's path is about. It's, it's mm. connecting all these dots that we find intriguing and that are parts of ourselves. You know, does it boil down to, and I'm going to use something very, very simple, and and I'd love for you to kind of, you know, guide me through this. You know, there are some days we wake up and we know that we're making decisions, and you talked about the body's response to it, right? You know, sometimes what's happening is our body's response goes beyond the tingling or the sick feeling. I mean, honestly, if you're making a decision and you feel sick to your stomach about it, that cannot be the right thing to do. Yeah, I mean, learning to listen to our bodies is very important. Um, and, you know, in, in the yogic traditions, the, the body and mind consist of a series of clear sheets, like bubbles, one inside the other. And they're all interconnected, and they develop these imperfections, or samskaras, as they're called, and everything becomes muddy. But it goes to show you that when, when there's something going on in one of these sheets, they'll show up in the body in one, one direction or another, you know? Um, and if you're waking up feeling sick to your stomach, uh, then there's a message there for you, which you may not be willing to consciously, you know, recognize. Well, no, I get it. I mean, that was what happened when I was uh, responsible in HR to uh, implement a downsizing that was going to fire people one month away from full pension. I mean, I'm so glad I did. I felt really awful about that. <laughs> I wouldn't be talking to you now. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, when we look at this pathway and we look at this Zen entrepreneurship, one of the things I mentioned earlier in the show is that, you know, we live in a world where we are exchanging money. There's this idea that if we go Zen, that there is this idea that we are to sacrifice in our earning. Now, I'm not saying I believe that, but somebody actually said that to me the other day. They said, how can you experience the riches of the world without sacrifice? And I had to I, I was stumped. And I wanted you to talk to this a little bit because you have a different perspective on this. I believe you do. Yeah, you know, I have a very different perspective on this. And, uh, you know, I think that's a belief pattern that's very common that uh, we have to sacrifice in order to be spiritual, right? And, and yeah, there's the image of the Zen monk up in the mountain uh, and the image of monks in Christian traditions, etc. cetera. Uh, but really, uh, you know, my perspective on it is that uh, we are here to learn a series of lessons, that the world is manifesting all the time. It's a great karma machine that's always creating situations for us. And how we react to those situations is what's really important. 
Um, there's a great line by uh, in one of the old Castaneda books about how uh, an ordinary person sees everything as a blessing or a curse, but a warrior sees everything as a challenge. And that's really what adopting the perspective of the warrior is, is to see everything as a challenge. And it's really how you get affected uh, by money and by ideas of success. I mean, if you have this image in your mind, if it's part of your pattern that people who have money are evil, well, that's obviously going to stand in your way of being successful in the world. On the other hand, if you don't have this idea, there's no reason you can't be successful but not be so attached to money to make sure you do things ethically, uh, to make sure you're fulfilling your purpose in life. Um, you know, I've I've made and lost lots of money in, in, <laughs> in, in my tech ventures over the years. Mm-hmm. And, and now I'm at the place where I, I, I like to help other entrepreneurs. I see that as part of my path in life uh, by providing them with either capital or advice or whatever they need at the time. And that's not something that I would be able to do if I hadn't been successful already myself. Uh, so there's a case where, you know, being, being, having some level of wealth is important yeah. to being able to implement my own unique path in life. Isn't that the essence of paying it forward, as they say, though? I mean, you know, you and I were just touching upon vibration. And I, I mentioned the term, you know, this idea of vibration vulnerability. You know, there's also, you know, the, the antithesis of that, where, it, where what I call vibrational excellence, where you're in a groove, you feel something that's so delightful, so light, so knowing that it's the thing to do, that it's like breathing. But isn't that idea of helping others, being of service and paying it forward, isn't that really the sense of a flow of a vibration that opens the door for us to see more clues to do more? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think so. And that's why, you know, when I talk about the warrior's path, it's not just about the lessons we're here to learn. It's about the contribution we're here to make. So as we as we work with other people, as we, you know, whether we're giving things or we're giving advice or we're helping in some other way, I believe what it does is it actually lets us tap into the hidden worlds more. Because the real key to, to opening this perception is our feelings, right? And, and, and how we feel, what you call the vibration, yeah. right, is very important. And, and doing service to others puts us in a very different vibration than doing something just for ourselves. And when we're in that vibration, we can perceive much more of the spiritual part of life, which gives us more clues and leads us in the right direction. I'm telling you, it doesn't it turn out to be just like breathing, where clue, 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 key, 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 everything is happening in a nanosecond. And and isn't that what you refer to? I mean, it's it's a sense of knowing, isn't it? How cool is that? Yeah, definitely. It's what I call, you know, when you get into a time of power. Yes. When things are flowing downhill or, or flowing with the current rather than against it. Uh, and I think having that right vibration internally is what is the, is the door to unlock, you know, that that kind of, of time of power. Wow. Thank you. I can't thank you enough. I hope you'll come back. Will you come back and, and do part two of this? Because there are so many other things. I, I want to just tell everybody, first of all, website again, because you're giving away free books on the website, and I want folks to know about that for those of us that have student loans. <laughs> yep. So www.zenentrepreneur.com is the website. And from there, there's a link to the blog that has the information about the free book giveaway for uh, college students or recent grads or people with student loans. Perfect. One last question. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? Well, you know, somebody once asked the Buddha, what is the path to happiness? And Mm. his answer was, you know, there is no path to happiness. Happiness is the path. So, you know, I would encourage us to to kind of tune into how we're feeling at the moment and realize that, you know, we, we can change that vibration internally and then the external may change as well. I love it. Thank you so much for joining me. You're welcome. What a great, 
great conversation. I want to thank all of you out there for tuning us in, turning us uh, on. I want to thank those of you that called in for the book. Congratulations on that. This book is going to change your life. Um, if you watch me on, tele- on the TV camera thingy during the show, you'll see that I was not doodling. This is one of the few shows, I probably can count maybe three, one of the shows where I took notes and I've read the book. Thank you, Rizwan, for joining me. Wow. Um, You guys out there, thank you for tuning us in, turning us on. We'll see you next time on The Dr. Pat Show. You're tuned in to Transformation Talk Radio. Think the Dr. Pat shows the cat's meow? Just listen to what some of her transformative guests have had to say. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? Uh, Believe in yourself always. Remember that uh, you are a gift. You are a miracle. And the only way you can return any part of that gift is what you do with it. Live into yourself. Be that miracle. I love it. Eldon Taylor, everyone. And and thank you, Pat. I love joining you. You're a wonderful host. Thank you. And we're going to bring Eldon back because we, we just haven't even scratched the surface here. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. Thank you for listening. And keep us tuned in right here on Transformation, Transformation Talk, Talk Radio. Radio. Aren't you tired of the same old negative vibe? Hey, Valerie, have you heard about TransformationTalkRadio.com? No, what's that? Dr. Pat is launching a new network. and Dr. Pat? Dr. Pat. How many hours is she going to be on? It won't be all Dr. Pat. She'll be joined by her friends, transformative hosts from around the globe. TransformationTalkRadio.com is a 24-7 network. 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her guests? No, 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her hosts. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Where is it going to be broadcast? You're going to be able to hear her in Seattle, Boston, Connecticut, New York, Rhode Island, on over 300 cable radio stations, and on the Internet everywhere. Listen live at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Great. We should spread the word. Absolutely. Spread the word. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. Stop. Get out of that car. Stop living your life in the passenger seat. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com and let us help you drive. Transform your life. Transformation, transformation, transformation.